0: From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 393. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace and Pen Chalet. My name is Mike Hurley. I'm joined by Brad Dowdy.
1: Hello, Mike Hurley. How are you today?
0: Very fine and dandy, my friend. Fine and dandy, Brad Dowdy. Why is that? Nah, no reason really.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Just standard everyday mm-hmm. old Pen Addict episode, right? Yep. Hope, Get used hopefully. To it by now.
0: hopefully no one's gonna come in here and mess it all up.
2: What about me? Uh <laughs> oh, back, everyone.
0: Uh, <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Guest star, favorite host, Dina Hurley. Oh, you are the favorite you. of the Hurleys when it comes to panadic listeners. <laughs> we have established they-
2: that. Just because they've heard you for too long. <laughs> I, feel like,
0: I feel like it's actually bad for my ego to bring Adina onto the show. Because everyone's like, they write in, which is very nice, but they're like, the episode's so good. I love it. You should have Adina on more. It's like, it's always mm-hmm. get that funny thing when you have a guest, like when you, when you leave for a week and as a guest fills in for you. Like, what a great episode. You should do more yeah. of these. It's like, oh. Do you just mean less of me? But anyway. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's sure like, like an, an
1: underlying underlying statement of, you know, it's not as good when it's just you, you know. It depends mm-hmm. on how you take it, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody loves you too though, Brad. So. Mm. Debatable. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, today we brought Adina back. We wanna get a big update. I'm familiar with a lot of the things that have happening. There's a lot that's been going on over in this household, Brad Dowdy, that you're really <laughs> interested to hear about. But I'm I thought it anxious. might be might be fun to start off today's episode with uh, we like to do these every now and again and it's probably good to do it with a guest. Uh, what are we using today? Like as I am sure that is typical for all of us, we all have pens and paper in front of us right now as we record. So Adina, what do you what have you brought to the table today?
2: Well, after a very long journey of talking about this, uh, the pen I've been using most lately has actually been my Sailor Pro gear. Oh my (laughs) word. It's been a very long journey.
0: (laughs) So this is the Sailor Pro gear. Is it a slim or a standard? It's a standard rose gold, right?
2: Uh, I think so. I think so.
0: Okay. And this was the one that you had worked on at... at the sh- at the pen show, right, in San Francisco?
2: Yeah, yeah. I uh, bought it online just because I really loved the look of it, but I had never tried Sailor before. And when it arrived, it was a bit scratchy. Because the- it was secondhand.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah, was the problem child pen that we, yeah, we the yeah, problem talked about before. Child.
2: So it kind of put me off Sailor altogether. Uh, but... Um, uh, the show I had uh, someone look at it and
0: Dan of the nidsmith
2: Yes, thank you. Don't worry. Bad memory. Bad the memory. names are difficult. We Everybody, got you. Everybody's got their own name, and it's
0: so hard <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Smith, a hard time for them all. Dan Smith. Dan Smith. Smith. Thank you. <laughs> or you could just <laughs> very, call him Nib. Just call him Nib Smith. That's Nib Smith. his full name.
2: <laughs> yep. um And he helped me by whitening the shaft for ink to go through, mm-hmm. and he also gave me tips for ink additives and all of that. But um basically saying that the ink is the problem not the pen mm-hmm. um but i've been too lazy to play with it and stuff like that so i had moved on to my platinum which i absolutely loved but i managed to uh-uh, not yet
0: we're gonna, to we're, gonna to <laughs> oh, no. we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that and now
2: i'm using the sailor we're gonna get
0: to that just a teaser for later <laughs> teaser, on in the episode teaser.
2: but uh, the, the whole thing is that it motivated me to do something about this pen so i just and I didn't play with ink additives though someone on Instagram showed me how to do it and how easy it is and I was really sold on it but I was still too lazy so I just changed the ink uh, to Diamine Pink Champagne which is very similar to what I had before but it flows nicer and ever since then I haven't put this pen down I've been using it for two months now and it's very surprising to me as well
0: The Diamine Pink Champagne was that a pen show purchase as well?
2: No, when I bought uh, the Sailor pen, mm-hmm. uh, I bought two types of ink for it. I knew I wanted something moody, rose, uh, rose gold, something that would go with the rose yep. gold, uh, with a bit of shimmer. And I had two options at the time. And uh, at the time, I think I went with the Robert oster i don't remember what it was but this one is nicer it's punchier and the Mm -hmm. shimmer is just gorgeous i remember that even you were very envious and asked me for it i have it in a pen i don't
0: don't remember which pen i've got it in right now but it's in one of my pens yeah
2: you loved it too (laughs) it's a
0: very it's like a very um impressive shimmer i think Mm. for it's like it's a pink pen but it has uh, sorry pink ink but it it has some gold in it right it's it's very nice i like it very fine it's Mm -hmm. really beautiful
2: and it comes through in a very fine nib as well, mm-hmm. but that's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's 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 not really like a color-changing property, like it's not shading.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes.
0: Which is why it can come through, because it has an additive in it that's making it shine. There's like something in it. It's one of the shimmer inks, so they have like a glittery nonsense in them, right, Brad? They have, they have something yeah. in them, don't they? The,
1: the shimmer inks do. Yeah. Um, the standard inks uh, do not, but it's not always easy especially when you have a fine nib like in the sailors to mm. get like the full character of ink that you see like in an ink swatch or on a page yes. or, like yes. when you're trying to make a purchase so it's good that you you like it in in that nib and that's always a consideration like when you're buying an ink is like what kind of nib and am I going to use it in like i don't necessarily use a big shimmer or shading or i mean or sheening ink in a fine nib because you're kind of you know missing the point of why you bought that ink in the first place mm-hmm.
0: yeah so this one is is a surprise that it, it and it really does show up like uh, the the notes that know writes it are really good it is a when i look at it though like on a white page i do find it to be quite subtle does that not bother you
2: um it's a it's a, this one by in comparison to the one I had before. The rubber the one. Yeah, it's a bit punchier okay. and that makes me way happier. The one before was a bit moodier and I felt as well that the writing would get lost on the page of it. Mm. So overall I do recommend this one. I really love it.
0: Okay. What notebook are you using?
2: Uh, today I'm using this Life Noble Note plane. <laughs>
0: okay. So you look in Life Notebook. Yeah. All right. So that's that's Adina. Right? That's everything today?
2: Yes. Okay. What have you got, Brad?
1: I am using the Schoen Design Pocket 6. It is Ian Shone's newest, and I guess first, fountain pen design. And, you know, Ian makes the pocket pens that we love for the Fisher Space Pen refills and other D1 refills if you get the adapter. But we have been on the Schoen Design bandwagon for a while, so I was anxious to get his new fountain pen design. And I very much love it. I am surprised at how good it is not that i expected it to be bad right but like what he did is difficult and he kind of nailed it like right out right out the beginning yep um and i'm very happy with it the color i'm using is called uh deep space so you know i like the wild barrel colors it's this really really you know, neat anodization with, like, a rainbow of color splattered all across Ooh. the pen. Looks like a galaxy. And um, I'm using it with a really bright ink, the Caran d'Ache Chromatics Hypnotic Turquoise. So it's a bright blue with my bright purple and pink uh, and green and blue pen. And I don't know. I just kind of love it. So it's been one of my favorites for a while. And uh, it's just... I mean it's typical, typical shown design, high quality work, right? It's just mm-hmm. really, really good. Um it, crazily good price too. Like it's $115 or so. Right. Which for like what this what this is, that's completely like a fair ask, right? It's a, it's just a good, good pen. The only thing is I've been using it a lot, and with this pen, the way the finish is I want to preserve it so I haven't been pocket carrying it like I do my other shown design pens like which I feel like are just pens I will throw in my pocket with my keys and are just like beater pens Mm -hmm. even though this is this is technically designed to do the same thing it has a different finish on it that I kind of want to preserve so I have been case carrying it so that's the only (laughs) difference (laughs) with this pen I won't just throw it in my pocket because it's so pretty I don't want to like ding it all up what do you mean
0: like what are you putting
1: it in um, it goes in the side of my brass town. So I've been carrying a brass town with six pins in the slot slots. And then the shown design goes in the side of uh, the mm. interior side of the brass town. So like, there's that extra room there. And it's the only, like, I don't put another pin or accessory in there. It's just in there by itself. So it's protected. Right. Okay. Yep. And I use, um, uh, the Rodeo ice pad a lot, but not enough. Right. It's the perfect desk pad. Right. I don't take it with me anywhere. Like it's a top bound perforated pad, but it's in its A5 size and it's the the white cover rodeo with the silver, the silver uh, paint job on it. I think it's the best looking rodeo and it's got a gray like five millimeter grid, which I love. The only problem I have with this notebook is that it doesn't photograph well with that color of grid on. On the bright white background right it tends to you can really like over accentuate the grid so i don't use it as much as i'd like to it's one of those products that's perfect for me like in person but like it doesn't share well like on instagram or blog posts or things like that (laughs) i i struggle with it a little bit so i just end up using it at my desk because it's just like you know like the pano book like the knock a5 pad any of those top bound spiral Desk pads are kind of my favorite, and this is what I keep was uh, what I brought to use for the podcast today because it can slide right next to my microphone stand and like within arm's reach, and it just kind of fits everywhere. That A five top bound size is like one of my favorites. So I am
0: using today the uh, Sailor Pro Gear Sparkling Royal Purple that I bought from Pensachi. Oh yeah, mm. this one is very frequently in my rotation because <laughs> you know. Love me a pro gear, but this one's very special. It's the one that's got like the clear acrylic, like purple acrylic clear acrylic body with the tons of glitter inside, and it has a white finial, white grip section, white cap, um, with gold trim. I absolutely adore this pen. It's wonderful. I do not remember what ink I have in it, Brad. I was like googling around (laughs) frantically just then. You're the worst. I'm so bad because the problem is. I've got a purple ink in there, but I have like three purple inks, so I don't remember which one it is
1: right between th- three purples, you could sort that out it's like it's not like you have fifteen <sighs> purples and you can't like match it up you are you just being me? lazy. I think
0: I have the one of the Monteverde sweet life inks in there, but I don't remember which one it is that's gotcha. that's where I feel like I am, but mm-hmm. i don't I don't remember. <laughs> I just don't remember. I'm, this is like the the ink is like the thing I'm really bad with. I think it's the birthday cake, but I don't remember buying that. But it does <laughs> oh, look.
2: We, we bought it in San Francisco. No, I,
0: I knew that we got some oh. of them in San Francisco, but I don't remember which ones we got. Um, I think it's so. That I'm one. gonna say is Monteverde birthday cake is is in there. I really <laughs> love those inks. We have the key lime. I know we have the key lime pie, and there's a there's a red one. <laughs> The strawberry, something. Strawberry, Tar- yeah, strawberry shortcake or something is another one. I feel I like really, this is a pop quiz. <laughs> I
1: really love the colors of all of these inks. Like yeah, the yeah I think that the one have. I have, I think I have mango moose. Is that a name? Ooh. It's uh, it's the orange one. It's mm-hmm. it's wild. I have to review it. It's such a good color. These are really good inks. They're we've excellent. we've bragged on their inks mm. before, so
0: they're absolutely excellent. Like I'm I, I'm using. Them in a bunch of my favorite pens, like because I love the colors and all of the performance characteristics. So I'm, I am like 95% sure that that is the ink that I have in this pen. I just couldn't remember the name (laughs) because I find the names very confusing. Because, like, I don't know why birthday cake is purple, (laughs) right? Like, you know (laughs) what I mean, right? Like, so I struggle to, it's like, oh, it's violet something. Like, I know the green one's key lime because that's easy, but Mm -hmm. I always forget the name of the purple one because it doesn't really link up in my brain as to why it would be called that. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. I I lose sight of that. And then, of course, I mean, I feel like it's boring at this point for me to say it because I say every single time we do this, I'm using the studio and eat panel book. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I purposefully didn't choose that because I know you would, even though that lives on my desk too, right? So like where I record my podcast is not where all my stuff is. So I have to bring stuff to come come record on the podcast. So I purposely didn't choose the panel book.
0: <laughs> it's like basically one of my favorite notebooks of all time at this
1: point. It is the perfect desk companion. Just yeah. like how, why I like these A5 books. It's the same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in a little bit different and unique like, format.
0: It seems like a particular use case, but I feel like it's a use case a lot of people have. If you exactly. want something to live between your keyboard and you, th- that is where this book belongs, right? Like, yep. And, and I think it's it's so, it's it was made with such a clever idea of like filling that need to be like, to have a notebook on your desk, but it fills a place that's usually blank, right? This yeah. is like nothing there, so... I, I also have a, I have a, a, a shocking
1: sense. amount of vertical pages filled out in that too. I use it vertical yeah. a lot. That's an, I, it? I,
0: that's interesting. It's like a it's like a it's like a reporter's notebook for a giant. Mhm.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. Exactly. They could put that on the marketing page. Yeah, there you go. All right, get All on right. that Dan and Tom. If listening to this has started to wet your appetite for a new pen purchase, <laughs> then I have the place for you, that is our friends over at Pen Chalet. Pen Chalet believe in the best customer service and the best products. That's what they want to give you. They're selling authentic, amazing rollables and fountain pens, inks, ballpoints, pen cases, pen holders, mechanical pencils, and so much more. Pen Chalet want to make sure they have as much stuff in stock as possible to be able to get you exactly what you're looking for in your pen life in your station for your stationary lifestyle they're always running great discounts twice a month they have special discounts including closeout specials every two weeks they are really great at all this stuff and they do great shipping as well so if you are international like me they have great shipping rates and i've always experienced like i i can't guarantee this right but i've always experienced really quick shipping with them like it's as quick as i was would expect from an international uh supplier for the prices that they charge which is very fair But if you're in the U.S. and you order something of over $50, which probably isn't that difficult, you'll get free shipping. Uh, Pen Chalet has low prices and high-quality pens and offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So the next time you want to buy something, no matter what it is, go to penchalet.com first penchalet.com first and click the podcast link at the top of the website because if you enter the password pen addict there you will get a 10 percent coupon code for anything at penchalet so when you're thinking about making your next purchase not only will you get some money off but you'll also be helping to support us and a great supporter of the community which is the folk over at penchalet and as is usual there is some special offers over at penchalet.com but these are these are those types of deals that are so good I can't tell you about them. So you have to go and look yourself. That's P E N C H A L E T dot com. Click the podcast link at the top of the website and use the password penaddict to get your hands on these special deals and the code you need to save 10% on anything at Uh, Penchalet. Penchalet are such a fantastic supporter of this show. So if you ever need to uh, buy anything else in your life, please go there first and check if they have it available and then you get that 10% off as well. Our thanks to Panchat like for the support of this show and Relay FM. So I uh, a couple of weeks ago, well, yeah, about maybe about a month ago, uh, Colt Pens here in the UK were doing some discount offers and they had uh, a good like sizable set Of the Copic multi liners, like they were tweeting about. I was like, oh, that'd be a good Christmas present. So, like, I checked it out and it was like hilariously (laughs) expensive, even with a discount. Uh, Like, it was like hundreds of pounds. I was like, that is not the stocking stuffer that I was thinking of for Adina. (laughs) Like, I know that she likes the Copics, but like, not that much. Mm. But they also had a box of uh, pens that I had never seen before called the Uni Emot. E-M-O-T-T, all caps and it's a sign pen and I thought they looked nice so it was like a, it was like a good box a bunch of colors uh for a pretty pretty good price so I went ahead and got those and then adina wrapped them for Christmas and it was like oh, was a nice little thing uh it was the uni emot Fineliner set of 40 um which mm-hmm. was like it's 30 pounds now on cold pens I don't remember how much it was when I bought it uh it was cheaper than that though because they had a deal. Uh, and then, like a week or two later, I saw that you reviewed them, Brad, mm-hmm. on the pen addict. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have not used these pens at all, but I know the two of you have. So I'm, uh, I'm interested, you know, in your uh, experience first because I think you have. Brad only had like a set of five, but you have like a, a much larger set, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the forty uh, pack. Um, yeah, what can I say? I really like them. I uh, had the uh, first of all. I was looking right now at the. Mike has up on his uh, monitor, uh, your review, Brad, and I mm-hmm. think you call them sign pens, which really confused me because I th- I would think of these type of pens more like fineliners, but mm-hmm. that might be just me. And in this category, I definitely had loads around the house, the Staedtler, the Faber-Castell, the Stabilo 0.88. And compared to those, I really like these because they seem to be flying on the page, Um, it's really easy to write with them and I wouldn't use them for illustration or drawing or filling up large uh, Mm. surfaces because they have that annoying thing where they leave a dot of ink at the end of a line (laughs) so um, I I tend to use them more for uh, writing in my journal for making notes especially as they're so fine
0: yeah see that's I'm I'm pleased that you have a good use for them, but like my thinking was to buy them for illustration. So I guess it's like <laughs> it's I failed on that one. Like they're not for that. I, but like I honestly I didn't I didn't even really look into them. It was just like <laughs> oh here's a box of forty. It was a good price. Like and there's a bunch of colors. Yeah. Um. But so I, that they are like Brad. Can you explain what a sign pen is? Because like these are called fine liners, but I know mm. what you mean. But I want you to, yeah. I, I can't explain it as well as you can. And like the difference. And I think that this is why you're having the problem that you're having and they're mm. not fulfilling what you want because of the, the way these pens are
1: made. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's an impossible definition, really. <laughs> so I get questioned about it, like how I use the pen. What do you believe a sign pen is? Because, you know, someone else will, will refer to it as something differently. In general... I look back at some of the original Pentel sign pens which were a plastic fibrous tip yeah. that came into a point where the ink was just at the point of that tip as opposed to more of a needle style yeah. plastic tip pen that's pointy which a lot of people refer to as fine liners there's no I don't <laughs> there's probably like a technically correct term for this or that um so like it's good either way I tend to refer to this You'll see sign pens with this white tip with the color on the end of it generally tends yeah. to be a certain style of pen. And then you'll have your drawing fineliner pens will tend to be the more needle plastic tip pen. And a lot of times those those are supported with like metal underneath the plastic tip.
0: And then yeah. also you've got the type of fineliner, which is more of a felt tip, right? Like a fibrous tip. Then you
1: have like the full on marker tip, which is also a sign pen. Like that's the super famous Pentel one um which is just a like a full black marker tip which mm-hmm. is a really wide tip so yeah i don't as <laughs> to my like i i would bet each company defines it differently yeah um and then us as consumers kind of fall into like what we've been used to calling the one thing we got from the one company yeah. based on their nomenclature and transferring in that into other pens. Cause I so, think yeah, it's a weird, I think me and you thing. are
0: pretty similar because I think of sign pens as like these ones with that, a plastic, like yeah. they have mm. like a plastic tip and then the yeah. ink comes through. Like it's not all one color or made of like a marker, like material, like a fiber right. material. Yeah, yeah that they, they have this, like, hard plastic tip to them. So they are way more used for just, like, writing as opposed to artwork.
2: And I can see that as a definite benefit because I... I can see how even after long use they don't uh, like the tip doesn't erode or yes. mm-hmm. get thicker mm-hmm. with time. So it's very durable in that sense. And I like that you bought a zero point four, it's always gonna be a zero point four, you know. Mm. It's really nice in that. And the the colors, I have to say, I always because I use this for writing usually and I like um using a set of colors if I did my journal, it highlights different things. I do appreciate in these sets when the colors are modern as opposed to standard. Uh, Totally. And I think they do a good job at that.
0: They're really bright. Like the selection, the the 40 selection is very bright. The selection that you got Brad was a little bit different, I think, is a yeah, little bit different. Right? Yeah, but
1: they're contained in the 40, I believe. So oh, really? This, this color is a, a, it's called the Retro set, but I think they're part of the 40. Okay, right. Um, you can't buy all of the 40 sets separately, but there are a few groupings you can buy separately. Okay. And this is one of them.
0: So you can buy all of them or a subsection of them, but not yeah.
1: singular? Not, yeah, correct. I mean, I'm sure someone will probably break them out and sell them individually. You sure, know, but yeah. that's not how UniBall presented them. Yeah, for me, it's like
0: the this this feels like one of those things where, because the full set isn't that expensive. Well, if you find it at a place that's doing a good deal, it feels like mm-hmm. it's worth going all in rather than buying like a couple of sets for five or ten pounds each or whatever.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. Adina, do you find the do you find them to be comfortable to hold, like the shape? Because they're yeah. square barrel.
2: Yeah, uh, and I did skinny. The, I did read your review, and I noticed that was a. Point for you but not necessarily a deal breaker when I use them right. uh, I actually find them more comfortable than um, uh, which one is it Stabilo has like this hexagon shape like that yep. would be annoying and I understand I agree with you that the triangle would be more comfortable but I don't mind mm. this one it's all nicely rounded and it just doesn't get yeah. in the way at all you could get one of those
0: little rubber triangle grip things you know <laughs>
2: just, like, <Yeah>. slide <laughs> you wha- could, every
1: time. yeah I think if it was any wider, it would be more of a problem, but they did it right to make it skinny enough. Like I, I'm a big believer in the, like the finer, the tip, the narrower the barrel diameter should be. So Mm. they did a good job with these.
2: Yeah. You'd know from the outside, what's on the inside. (laughs) Right. Right.
1: And like, if I'm going to draw, if I'm, if you're telling me that these are small writing pens, well, I don't need a big bulky barrel to write my tiny words and markings.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I love them. And, I know it's not technically a fine liner. I do understand now what you're saying and really 10 points for you for coming up with that explanation on the spot. Um,
1: (laughs) I don't know that it's about... I'm going to get more emails about that explanation uh than anything.
2: Well, it helped me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But out of the set of... uh, Compared to fine liners and other things that I would use for the same thing and like writing in the journal in a more colorful way, I think these are my favorite and they really slide on the page So, and the colors are fun, so that's me
0: <laughs> so the real winner here is me because i, yeah. I found a decent gift
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. success
0: everyone success all right wow. so let's get into the the meat of why we brought you on today you know we want to get an update so we are now in january and so that obviously a lot has uh happened in your pen life since the san francisco <laughs> pen show um And you mentioned at the top of the show that you've been really enjoying the pro gear. Like Mm. overall, in general, do you feel like you've learned anything more about your pen tastes over the last few months? Because you have a selection of pens that have some differences between them.
2: Mm. I guess what I learned is that, and this is me in general as a person, I tend to get bored easily with one thing Uh-oh. I use it for not not you, don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> um but uh, uh I, I tend to get bored easily so I enjoy having this variety to rotate through and um now looking at my pen set I really enjoy that I have all types of nibs almost in different um in different types of barrels as well with different types of inks and I've I found myself to be moving in phases. Like right after um, the San Francisco pen show, I was using my Canalea Kahikai. I'm really bad with this. With uh, a Robert Oster turquoise ink. And I move in pairings as well. Uh, after that one, uh, because I started doing a lot more journaling, I moved into my uh, Platinum 13776 with... Um, a coral J Harbun uh, ink, which uh, because that one is a medium as opposed to my Canalia which is a broad, um, and that gave me a whole different experience and a different ink, and it was all pink and positive. And then as we moved into Christmas, also not many spoilers, I broke that platinum. I <laughs> I had to move into my uh, sailor. And I used the more shimmer ink, which was great for Christmas. Everything was sparkly. And I used it to write greeting cards as well. Um, so I and I have other uh, pens in my pen set as well that I find that I use for different things. Like I picked up the Twisby Eco for the greeting cards and I had that thought that, man, this is a good pen.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so I guess what I learned is that I enjoy having the variety to move through it according to my mood or the content, what I'm using it for.
0: <laughs> we should talk about the platinum.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I kind of can't move on yeah, from that. Yeah, we need to talk about this.
0: <laughs> There's bad platinum luck in so this, this is So this,
1: yeah. this is the pink, I don't know the official name it's for this one, but it's like the pink finish celluloid cherry blossom. Yes. Thank you. It's really pretty.
2: It's really pretty, exactly.
0: It remains pretty, or it, it's was still, no, no. It remains pretty. pretty. It's, 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 a, it's not, not that uh, bad.
2: beyond recognition, but it's still a pretty pen. Um, so what happened there was that when I was in the phase of using my platinum uh, this autumn. I I always wanted to have it at hand to pick it up, to use it for notes and whatever. So when I would put it back, in, back into my pen case, I wouldn't necessarily secure it or zip up the pen case. So one day when I moved the pen case from one surface to another, the pen just rolled out and it rolled out off the chair and onto the floor. Um, <laughs>
0: it was uncapped though, right?
2: No, it was kept, it was kept. Oh, I wasn't okay. using it, it just fell out of the pen case and also out of the same pen case for some reason. I think I was using it at the time as well. It was also Mike's Sailor with the ar- a the Zoom orange jet. The but orange that jet. Is, oh, that yeah. escaped unscathed, which is very important because Mike already doesn't let me touch his pens, uh, too many of his <laughs> pens.
0: No, 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 that's not true. <laughs> the, the situation here with the orange jet was... I didn't know you'd taken it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that's why it yeah. was. But to be <laughs> that's fair, that's
0: even you, better. Uh,
2: uh, so, in my defense, Mike Mike was trying to get me onto the sailors, so he presented me with his sailor collection, and that was the only one I liked how to write. And I think he didn't realize that I just borrowed it. Borrowed it. <laughs> Stole it. I mean, is it
1: really like it's still in the same under the same roof? Like, is it really theft? I think as soon as it's put into another pen case and zipped up, Mm. the theft has occurred. Mm.
2: But Mm. we'll see. (laughs) But luckily, that one just did escape with no scratches, whereas my platinum, uh, it's it's not immediately broken. I would say, but I feel that the nib isn't aligned as well, and ink doesn't. flow through. Yeah,
0: something's gone mm-hmm. wrong. It, 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 the 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 lucky situation that we are in is one it was capped, so there wasn't like severe damage done to the nib, but something has become misaligned mm. and so okay. it's it will take its way to a pen show some point yeah. in 2020 mm, and be yeah. and just be tuned and fixed like yeah it that's is easily repairable. It exactly. still could works. Fix that. It's just not right anymore. Yeah, right? that's yeah. the problem.
2: And it used to write so beautifully. I, it, yeah. I I was really in love with that one in that phase, and I was really heartbroken when I. We just had to
0: have yeah. You know, we had to have a conversation that day about <laughs> okay, so. Now we've learned a little bit about pen transportation safety.
2: <laughs> always secure it. Uh, respect the pen. Respect, <laughs> respect. the pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this was always a problem for me going into more expensive pens because... Absolutely. Uh, I, I would have a very, uh, like, a budget collection, let's say, when I would go into work and... um at work my pen just I don't know depending on your presenting and gesturing my pen would fly out of my hand or I would throw it in the bag next to my keys and it would get all scratched up and my pens were always in a state and I've have really been trying with these ones that are a bit more expensive to look Mm -hmm. after them keep them in a pen case but still there's a lot more to learn (laughs) these are
0: the lessons that we all learn yes like we've all broke pens that we didn't want to break expensive pens as we're like moving through this. I mean, and I still drop pens, right? Like it happens. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, But there are things that you can do to mitigate it. And it's a learning process.
2: Yes. And uh, all of this pain and frustration that I can't use my beautiful pain, well, has led to positive outcomes that I'm actually using and liking my sailor. It motivated me to to do something about it. Uh, But also it makes me... Now, I, every day, I secure every one of them back into the pen case. I zip it up. <laughs> so, at least that is, there's that.
1: Yeah, definitely become one of us with that. Like, there's, there's no middle ground like with like with protecting the pins it's either you don't care like you used to be you just like throw them in throw them in a bag or a purse or chuck them on the desk or mm. you like super protect them yeah. <laughs> and like know where they're at at all times and you know you still drop them from time to time but the accidents are a lot less so that's yeah. super easily fixable i think I wouldn't so. sweat that one too much I,
2: um, I didn't think it was um it needed to be sent off the platinum i think it's no. an easy fix with that one
1: Yep, yep, totally. No,
2: nothing looked bent or yeah, no, <laughs> broken.
1: No, no, You really just need to, you know, um, clean it out, remove the nib and the feed, and then reseat the whole thing, and it should be good to go. But you mm. may not be comfortable. Or exactly, might, may not yeah. be comfortable doing that, and, like, that's something that, you know, I could do or a bunch of people could do for Crazy. you. I,
2: mean, I,
0: could, I, I have no problem doing that. I had to do yeah. it to my 3776, so I can try that yeah. out for you and see if that That's would probably,
1: what I would
2: do. That's like probably okay. a
0: good first step, right? But, yeah, I can do that.
2: Yeah, we'll yeah. try that next. <laughs> Because I really love that pen. I I still love platinum. My platinum more than my sailor. <laughs> oh, but I also love like, my sailor.
0: After this, I still love platinum. So it wasn't platinum's fault. It was your fault. Yeah, I, love <laughs> <my> <laughs> I get it. it was, I get it. Is there anything else that you've been coming across recently?
2: Um, I I I think it was this experience with Twisby Eco that was a bit unexpected. Uh, because it was paired with green ink, I picked it up to use it on writing greeting cards. And I really, I was really surprised that after writing with more, expo- uh, more expensive pens in the past months, that I still had that feeling that, oh man, this is actually a great pen and I don't mind writing with it. And I picked it up for a few days again to write in my journal. Um, and I was really surprised about that. And it's, I think it's great that uh, a pen with such an accessible price it can still compare and provide a good experience next to others and i think yeah i
1: i completely fawn like over that pen i i (laughs) just can't stop talking about that pen and i'll probably people probably want me to shut up about it but (laughs) your your commentary on it is validating every thought i've ever had ever (laughs) had about it and repeated about it so thank you
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no worries um but yeah, I think that's about it, uh, in terms of pens that I have tried. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, do you have any interest in going to any more pen shows? Like I put in the show notes about London pen shows. There's actually three what? in London every year now. So the the traditional London writing equipment show moved from once a year to twice a year. <laughs> oh, there's a pen brand. Show. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's a brand new pen show. Um, that's uh, coming this summer. Yeah, so, we've spoken like, about
0: it a few times. The Capital Pen Show. Yeah, um, so this will
1: be its first show. Mm-hmm.
0: I think Ooh. for us, we will attend the Capital Pen Show, provided we're in the country. Because, like, sure. June is could be in San Jose for that's Apple Conference a, time. Yep. But otherwise, we will be we will attend the Capital Pen Show because they're okay. doing some stuff like they're they're working with smaller brands. They have a Robert yeah. Oster Inc. Right, like. It seems like that they have a better understanding of this part of the community, even though I'm yeah, just saying, I'm, I still haven't reached out to me, Brad, but I just think of a travesty, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do?
1: It's a modern... Maybe they're trying to make that that modern take and you don't want to, like, like you know, totally, like, separate the, the two, but, you know, maybe they're trying something a little bit different and yeah. it's good yeah. to see. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see how that one goes,
0: genuinely, because I think it's it seems to be a much more modern... Uh, interpretation of a pen show in London, more akin to what we're used to going to
1: in America. Well, maybe I should just go over there while you're over here and I yeah. can just house it for you. <laughs> we'll
0: or do, do a trade. Yeah. yeah. And we'll you know what's next on your list? I, I won't believe that you have nothing on your list. Oh,
2: no, no, no. I do have something on my list. I clarified <laughs> yeah. earlier that out of the pens I have or have used, um, something that I really have my eyes on is... And it's not a particular pen, but it's a pen that has something. Uh, I want a pen from Bunga Box that says ink tells more on the nib. <laughs> and I don't know how to get one. I don't know how um, what their rule is and why certain pens have it or and others don't. But it's I a, really want It's an want age
0: that. thing. So the, the, all of their pens now say ink tells more on them. So if you're looking at my collection, mm. unless they're doing something specific,
2: like the zodiac would have the uh, astrology signs, yeah, and- but that's
0: like quite specific. Other than that, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Brad. But all of their typical like pro gears that they do now, they all say ink tells more on the nib.
1: Yeah, I think so. Like I'm not totally, you know, yep. sure what their mm-hmm. um, rules are around that, but I think their standard basic which are like super rare and <laughs> hard to get releases yeah. are, unless they're, unless they're themed into a specific thing like Zodiac. So yeah. Um, it seems like that's been something that they've stuck with here in the past couple of years to where, you know, all their standard releases um, will say that. And I really like that.
0: There's another pink love coming.
1: I saw that. I haven't dug into it. This will be the third one, right? Yeah, it will be. Yeah. I think it's That's in crazy.
0: March and they have something else coming in February, so... We just have to keep our eye on it. Yeah, yeah. When when yeah. the
2: right one comes along, I'll buy it. But obviously, the barrel, the color scheme, and all of that mm. needs to be right as well. But I yes. I know that the first filter is does it have ink? Tell us more on the nib. It will because it's just so inspirational. I really like it and like I like looking at that while writing too. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: it's interesting because it cool. I always find I always chuckle at it. I just think it's kind of like a cute, funny little thing. But I, yeah. it's interesting to me that it resonates with you to that level but it's so basically like if you want to get one of these the thing you do is follow their instagram oh they will ultimately show the designs a little bit before yeah and they give an idea of the date and then you just have to try and like traverse their website which is in japanese (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, if you can get through it and you can contact them they will sell it to you here Mm, because i that's how i get all of mine except the one i bought from them in person in san francisco is i just i order i just like go onto their website and i just send them an email and th- the conversations are always wonderful and like hilarious in their own ways as we're like mm. everyone's using google translate with each other uh-huh. uh but <laughs> i've you know it works it's worked out for me a bunch of times now like yep aside yeah. from like one or two all of my bung box pens have been bought direct and i have a bunch of them now like i've done it like four or five times i think
2: Yep, I am in no rush. I'm just waiting for the right one to come along because yeah. I know they're probably quite expensive. So I'm just I'm waiting for the right one. I mean, one. they
0: are. It, it's never they're like bare, that much more priced, than yeah. a regular pro gear. Like, they're, they're really yeah, yeah, not yeah. like okay, there there is a premium, but the premium is not mm. it's not wild.
2: I I guess it's because I already have. I think my pen set right now has eight pens for which I rotate. I feel I don't have the need or uh, to, for another pen or to Come justify. On. But if I fall in love with here. it, if I fall in love with it, I'm just saying it's worth it. <laughs> you
1: don't you don't need this. Everyone here gets it. Everyone mm, here wants a hundred pens. Like you're good. <laughs> you <laughs> and the, like you said, the good thing about bung boxes, you don't have to rush into like the next one they launch because they're gonna launch enough to where you'll eventually get like the perfect one for you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah outside of that i don't have any other particular brands or any of that i guess i need more exposure but again i'm not rushing into that i'm enjoying mine
0: this is probably a conversation that we should have just had at breakfast this morning but do you have an update on my platinum 3776 (laughs) galaxy pen
2: (laughs) (laughs) um i have an update but it probably won't be a satisfactory one um Sorry. So
0: just just to re- recap in yeah. case people have missed. this is the pen that I bought from a store here in London uh it's the it's the 3776 Rushi Radon Galaxy Platinum 3776 and uh as uh, I inked it up and immediately touched the nib to the paper upon getting home and unboxing it and one of the tines just snapped right off the pen so we contacted the this shop who took, gave us the information for the dealer, we sent it to the dealer, the dealer sent it to Platinum.
2: Yes, and I think that three months later, or about there, I heard back from the dealer saying, great, thanks for the pen, uh, we can replace your nib for £60, <laughs> at which point wow. I was a bit concerned because... One, it was under warranty, so I feel it should be covered, especially as it broke on day one. I understand they don't know, but there you go. And the other part was that only, even if you replace the nib with the right nib, isn't £60 a bit cheap for a gold nib? is it? Are you replacing it with the right one? So then I went back to the um, dealer to ask for more information about that and... Um, tell her my concerns and i think that now we're a month later and i'm still waiting for that response so i don't think it's the dealer that's slow it seems like the they're they're slow to get answers from platinum from my feeling um so i don't know what's happening really
1: Mm. yeah that wasn't a good first answer though no i I would not be happy with that
2: Mm.
0: no i mean so my my feeling on it was right that like Obviously, sixty pounds is too cheap for an 18 carat col- 18 gold nib, right? So I was wondering if, like, it's a combination of the two. It's like, yes, it is kind of under warranty, so you're going to mm-hmm. pay a cost for the nib, mm. right? That that's yeah, like kind they're of my thing. Cutting my thinking. you a deal, yeah, mm. yeah.
1: But what, they ch- I mean but but the argument is they shouldn't be charging you anyway.
0: No, but I want my pen back. So like. Probably if the that's the deal step. they're going to cut me I with will the take correct nib, yeah if, it, yeah if if they can give if they are going to replace it with the correct 18 karat gold nib i will pay the 60 pounds for it because yeah. i just want it to come back now
1: and just so listeners know this is a special etching on the nib it's not the standard no. 3776 gold nib no yeah, yeah yeah so it has a particular right like it's a it's a nib that particular is stamping i yeah. guess i should say
2: mm-hmm. and that was my concern as well we we are gonna pay for it only if it's the right nib and it didn't seem clear from the conversations with the dealer. She didn't mm-hmm. have know for sure it was that. So we're yep. just trying to check and that seems to take a week. I'm
1: yeah. never gonna get this pen back. Oh. Uh, oh you will. It just may not be fixed.
0: Yeah, it may just come what? come back in its original uh configuration.
2: I'm sure I'm it's still holding be out in faith in the end. Yes.
0: I'm losing faith rapidly, honestly. <sighs>
1: Like I mean, I think it. I guess like six months in the beginning, right? Like uh, this is at least six months of I think so. just of bureaucracy, sure. It's a little bit it's
0: a little bit less than that. I think it's like four. Three
1: yeah, I, like I four. think we
2: sent it in September. Okay. So about there.
0: On that note, this episode is brought to you (laughs) by Squarespace. You can make your next move with Squarespace because they will let you create a website for your next idea or project. They give you all of the tools that you're going to need to put your online presence together that you can customize, wonderful award-winning templates so you can make that website look and feel exactly how you want. It's super easy to add the functionality that you need. If you want to have blog functionality, you can do it. Maybe you want image galleries or somewhere to host your music so people can listen to that. Maybe you want a map. Function to show where your business is, or maybe you want to sell products online and you can integrate their online store functionality that have an entire Squarespace Commerce platform to let you do it. And it's something that lots and lots of businesses, including Brads, use to get their work done. Squarespace is an incredibly complex in a good way platform in the sense that you can go in and it is Full of options for you to take advantage of, but it is so easy to use because you just choose the ones that you want. It's an all-in-one platform. There is nothing to install or patch or upgrade. They take care of all of that stuff so you don't have to, and they back everything up with award-winning 24-7 customer support. So if you have any questions, you need any assistance, they are there. They're friendly people there to help you. Now, you can go and try out Squarespace today. Just go to squarespace.com slash penaddict and you can sign up for a free trial. And you can build your entire website under this free trial. And just when you are ready then to launch it live to the world, you have to sign up for one of their plans. Their plans start at just $12 a month, but you can get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain by using the offer code penaddict at checkout. Once again, that is squarespace.com slash penaddict and the code penaddict for 10% off your first purchase. So thanks to Squarespace for their continued support of this this show and all of Relay FM, Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. Let's talk about journaling. We are into uh, we're into mid January now, so I'm expecting Brad has dropped two journals and picked up another four <laughs> since our last episode. Adina sent me a text message yesterday and was like, "Brad's using
1: three journals right now." I was like, yeah, Brad's using three journals right now. I am so content right now. Yeah, you're Ooh, a big happy good. boy. Yeah. Okay, totally. That's good. Well, we don't need no to rehash doubt.
0: your wonderful system. So, no. Adina, I want to get a sense from you. Uh, in 2019, you picked up journaling as a habit, right? Yes. Okay. And what products did you use throughout 2019 to to try and, like, in your dalliance with this?
2: Uh, just paper products or any products? Just paper products,
0: journal. really. I think that's, right. that's the key because that's the journal itself, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, unless
0: you had some other journal that you want to talk about like I don't know like digital or whatever
2: sure Uh, well first of all I'm I've been getting more and more excited about you two talking about journaling on this show, even from starting with the bullet journal, because that was something I've become more interested in.
0: You wait, in. me and Brad are going to become those like, Instagram <laughs> journalers now, like, oh, did I tell you Brad I have 17 types of washi tape now to denote my mood, I feel like it's like a mood ring type oh, nice. washi tape, no, you know, he and I'm doesn't. gonna stick that out the side, and like there was that <laughs> article that I think you tweeted about where like that, that lady had like a little plastic reef that she put in, it's like what is happening like these journals are the best journalists like oh god
1: that's a whole that's a whole mood that article was a whole mood i was very unhappy with the presentation (laughs) of that article yeah anyway
2: um but because i've become a bit more interested in that and personal growth and staying to a goal all of that i have 2019 has been a year of exploration for me in journaling because i i think i've had the same problem as you did before brad in that uh, all of these um, journals that have pre-printed prompts didn't bring me any value, and they were difficult mm-hmm. or weren't relevant for me to stick with them. Um, whereas the other ones, their diary, the old school type, wasn't appealing either. Um, and in that process, I had also tried the bullet journal, but I found out that that doesn't. It, it, it's not a. I, I realize that I'm. A, I need more uh, reflective type of journaling. Than a planning journal, so bullet journal mm. didn't work for me as a system because I'm such an unrealistic person in terms of how many things I can achieve in a day, <laughs> and the whole system became about moving a lot of tasks from one day to another. Um, so that's what I've learned about myself. Um, but the one, the I guess the products that I've used most last year were um, uh, the Toad book from Studio Neat. Uh, that I mostly used for reflective long-form journaling and I tested some prompts in there uh, but I also used an online app uh, for just like journaling throughout the day in a way uh, called the the grid diary app where it's exactly that you set your own prompts and it prompts you every day to write in them and I mm. I was I, and I started realizing with that that the value in the journals lies in the prompts you use and the better they are suited for you and what you want to get out of your journal or your day, the most likely you are to stick with them. So I I used that app mostly throughout the year to test various prompts. Um, And so this year, and I'm already moving the conversation into this year, but this year I was more clear on... uh, what I would like from a journal and I started using the theme journal system as well. Uh, ha ha, <laughs> I mean, mean I, I mean, I would have probably had to say that I'm using it anyway.
0: <laughs> no, don't say that because then you ruin the fact that you said no, it. No, no, I, <laughs> I, I actually got to it
2: myself. Uh, Mike got it for me and I left it there for a few months but when I did pick t- pick it up and after all of the lessons I learned last year in that I like the pen and paper experience. I um I like the flexibility of an open journal and I like picking my own prompts and changing them throughout the year according to where my interests and focus change uh, throughout the year or areas. It just made sense for me and I and I also like um about this journal how it feels like i'm a sales tool but i honestly am not trying to
0: i do. mean it's not a problem uh, the, if there might still be a very small amount in stock by the time this episode goes out so like <laughs> if there is any so don't worry about it can, <laughs> i mean you could do wow, i mean like don't would... worry about the fact that you feel mm. like a salesperson because right now there
1: might be nothing to sell so <laughs> yeah. um, that was a subtle subtle flex there mike
0: what can Ooh. i say it's a good flex <laughs> but like, look what can i say brad you know i've created the best the best journal known to man so <laughs> yeah
2: it seems like it um So yeah, I think that that is a really good product, and at least it's good for me. Um, The other one that I've used last year, and I'm keen to use more of this year... It's another one of Mike's gifts, actually.
0: I'm so good at gifts.
2: Yeah. My- Mike is really good at seeing stuff on the internet, thinking, I didn't mind like this, and just putting them in front of my face and yeah. <laughs> seeing what they, what I do <laughs> with them, you know, like an experiment. But uh, the the other product was the Sketch Free Dated Planner from Subkin Paris. Yeah, yeah. these, mm, these yeah. came up on the show Those a while cool. ago. Mm.
0: And I then purchased them for other Christmas gifts. They are like... It's note paper, right? And mm. they they make it look like it's a it's a calendar, but you write the dates in yourself, which I think yeah. is just very nice. Like obviously I like that, right? <laughs> That's what I did with the theme system, but I like I mean one, from a production standpoint, it's easy to make. Because yeah. you don't you have can to sell have, it any year, <laughs> <It's> yeah, <Monday. laughs> and you don't have to like make a specific page for every day. Mm. Like you don't, you don't have to design it that way. Um, so it's easier for the company to make, but then I think it's kinder on the person who's buying it because then you, know, you can use it at your own pace. But yeah. yeah. They do print days, but they don't print dates, right? Like, I think that's how they work. But anyway, it's nice. I like it.
2: Um, yeah. So I, I'm very drawn to this one in that idea that it's not dated and you don't feel guilty if you miss a day, you just jump right back into it. Um, And I was mostly, I and I was using it for a more creative purpose, like trying to do one thing every day, get better at something. And I really, but I I really enjoyed just summing up my day in a sentence, and then trying to do different lettering or calligraphy around it, and making it using all of my colors in my uh, kit, and just having fun with it as well, making journal it slightly more creative. And um, it's, it's, I find it a really nice. um, Planner. I don't even know what to call it. a sketchbook is. Sketch they are. It's like
1: it's just. It is a weird little product. It it's it's such a great design. Yes. I, yeah, I saw and that when they launched that, and I just I fell for it. And they they yeah. they do such a good job with. It's a traditional product, but like in a unique yeah. way.
0: Mm. But you you have to be a very specific type of person. To totally want to use this because like, I love the idea of doing it. But I do not have the skill to mm. sketch every day. Like, mm-hmm. how many stick figures can I do, <laughs> right? And yeah. I just, like, I don't have that about me. But I like to think that I could be that person. It's, it's <laughs> like an aspirational product.
2: Mm. And it looks so beautiful. The paper is such good quality. And if you, like, uh, fill it in with a fine liner or anything like that, it doesn't go through. And I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying And the shape is similar to the one I have at least is similar to a panel book. So it's uh, mm, landscape yep. and why. And it's, I've, I've really enjoyed that one. And I hope to use more of that this year to incorporate it in my day to day. But so far, the one that I've managed to stuck with, uh, start, stick with, <laughs> to stick with, not get stuck with was uh, the theme system journal. And I really enjoy, even if I don't write in the day to day to do the trackers. that's a minimum investment in it, even if I don't have time. So I don't have any Mm. excuse to not do it. Um, But I really see value in journals and I'm I'm really pleased that I hear you guys talk more about this on the show.
1: Yeah, I hope it becomes a recurring theme. I think there's there's just so much benefit in Mm. using these types of tools. Like we always talk about, we talk a lot about buying stuff, right? (laughs) And, you know, but we really like it's it's nice to, you, you got to use the stuff, right? Yeah. That's, that's the goal. Use the stuff that fits you, your style, your needs, just mm-hmm. like your your fountain pen journey that you're talking about. You know, you're figuring out what you like and the journals, now you have, you know, different different options presented to you, figuring out what you like. Like, I, I love hearing like about, about this stuff. Yeah, well. I, it's actually one of
0: the things that I find valuable about journaling and it's why I am as a, even though I'm a pen and paper person, I'm a digital first person, right? Just in general sure. in my life um and pens and paper are a hobby it's not like my way of life like it is for some people you know what you know what i mean like i don't issue digital to use analog um i choose what's right for the purpose but one of the reasons that i journal on paper is it gives me legitimate reason to use my pens every day Mm -hmm. you know like as i said said many times but like and I do this also with my show notes, like, when it, for like the notes that I write during our episodes that we do today. I take two pens and I write all the headings with one and then everything, like all the notes with the other. So I use two pens every day. They're different from the pens before, right? Like it's why I write down in my theme system at the very top, at the blank area of the page, I write down the two pens that I've used and don't allow myself to use those two pens the next day. So like I'm forcing myself to rotate through my pen collection and using them all.
1: Yeah, I th- I just think there's an untraceable value in using analog tools, like like I, you can't put your finger on it, you can't measure it in black and white measurements, but even just putting a pen to paper like for little things like headers on a page. I, I just think there's just like an a benefit to that that you you can't measure but it's there. I I fully believe in that. That's just me.
2: I agree too. I have also tried to include a bit more psychology in a way in what I do because I felt the previous planners on the market just had sometimes wishy washy type of uh, sure. prompts. And um, actually, I even, even yours, Brad, I actually wrote them down when I was thinking about my themes and my headlines because I thought yours were fantastic and so well rounded. <laughs> yeah,
0: Brad has the best, like, joked and yoked, like, <laughs> that was so good. That's
1: Stoked so and good. joked. Stoked and well, joked. That's it. Yeah, They're good. Was it? Wasn't, it wasn't going to work unless it was me.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> True.
1: And that took. I sat and sat and sat until I came up with that.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's such good job. Uh, Mike can <laughs> just use it to promote Thanks. the whole product, and I, it's, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, it, and I, I do enjoy. I, as I was saying, I like. I like the psychological effect of it in a way and tying it into psychology, either by tying it to goals and where you would like to grow, either by just psychology principles in some way. So at the end of the day, is I enjoy sitting down and, as Mike was saying, to put pen on paper, uh, try all, all of the pens that bring you joy and inks and all of that, but also reflecting on your day. And it, I really enjoy doing that, and I think there's a lot of value in it. <laughs>
1: Yep, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Hmm. Do
0: we have anything else we want to cover today?
1: I mean, do we have another hour? I mean,
0: we can <laughs> we can squeeze one in. I don't know if we do <laughs> next time. No, no.
1: I, you know we we have to save we have to save more for the next time. Yep. Adina's yeah, on, yeah. which there will be a next time, right, Adina? Uh,
2: I'm sure it will be. I'm moving very okay. slow with my uh, pen uh, penmanship penmanship or my pen consumption behavior. <laughs> what is yeah. it pen post that's good <laughs> exactly but yeah you
0: should check. move slow yeah don't don't yeah. do what i did
2: yes i agree so see you in a few months hopefully
1: yeah <laughs> sounds good
0: all right if you want to find our show notes for today's episode you can go to relay.fm slash pen addict slash 393 um and you know where would you like people to find you oh
2: my god i'm checking i think it's on instagram i yeah. think it's adina hurley you're adina hurley word. on instagram you are yes <laughs> i never have to give I know this
0: that. to people uh, adina hurley on instagram uh, you can find me i'm i mike i am yake brad is penaddict on instagram dowdyism on twitter you can go to penaddict.com twitch.tv slash penaddict brad streams twice a week tuesdays and thursdays 10 a.m eastern uh go to knock.co for a wonderful selection of case products uh, anywhere else you want me to send people to today brad no, that sounds great. Sounds wonderful, right? Thanks so much to Squarespace and Panchalay for the support. Adina, thank you so much again for gracing us with your presence on today's episode.
2: <laughs> and thank you both for having me on the show again. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we Adina. we
0: listen to the demands of the panatics audience. Oh yeah. And thank That's you for right. the
2: feedback, everyone.
0: <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, goodbye everybody.
2: everybody. Why did you whisper? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>